podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Boom, we're on. And today's guest, we've got the beautiful dominatrix, headmistress, Megara Fury. Megara, how are we? <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know what's going on here, but I, I kind of love it as well. Obviously, this is your your profession. Yes. Um, explain a bit what a dominatrix headmistress is. So, I do a lot of things, and it ranges from bondage which is restriction of movement any form of restriction of movement right through to humiliation medical play which tends to be needles sounding these kind of things um i also do life coaching so i help people with their their weight management their fitness um if they've got any kind of problems that they need to talk over i help couples as well so it's quite a big varied uh, varied profession it's not just you can't just whittle it down to Whips and chains and, and a few dildos and, chains, and gimp masks. Pig mask and a, a bunch of flowers. You said you had an interesting story a bunch of, about this bunch of flowers. Should we get right <laughs> into it or what? So, f- fucking might as well. Yes, bunch now we're talking. Anything own. goes. <laughs> so yesterday someone came for a session and he promised me that he would bring me flowers. So I was expecting a bunch of roses. I told him, no lilies, I've got cats. I don't want to kill the cats. So no lilies. Um, and he turned up. He says, listen, I'm I'm so sorry. And he had the flowers behind his back. And I'm like, what is it? And he's like, this this is the best I could do. I get stuck in traffic. And he pulled out these, right? Fucking plastic. Plastic, plastic flowers, plastic. right? So that's fine. Thanks very much. So I got him... Like cheap as fuck as well, not even good no, plastic found them. ones. He stole them for somebody's grave. They're at a, they're at a, I don't know, pound yeah, shop. Pound or shop, pounds each. Pound shop. So, uh, I kind of, I managed to hide how insulted I was, but he was in for some anal play. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking touched him. <laughs> I touched him. <laughs> so um, I bent over. And I wrapped them in some nice soft tissue, so because it's a bit jaggy. Um, put a couple of condoms over them and just shoved them right up his ass. So <laughs> I touched him. It was me put them in that. Yeah. You should know. You should follow my Twitter more often, and you'd see these things. So that's what happened with the flowers. So see when these guys come in, do you know what they're wanting, or do they tell you when before they come or after? They what? tell me before, so they'll either call me or they'll send me an email. When they contact me, they need to let me know what their likes are, what their limits are. Limits are things that you absolutely will, will not do. Um, and if they've got any health issues that I need to be aware of, because health issues is, is quite quite important. I oh, mean, you I'm can take obviously... a fucking heart attack just walking in here looking at this <laughs> stuff. And we're going to take a wee trek of the dungeon um, at the end of the podcast, because it's, listen, we can all laugh and joke. We'll let three schoolboys in here laughing and giggling and picking things up. Steph, sound man, you know what he's like, sniffing stuff. What? Classic Steph. <laughs> 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 sniffing and licking. It's the facial uh, hair. It's the facial hair. It's the facial hair. Uh, so, how did you get into this? Well, it's it's quite a long story. Have I was, you no idea? I was like this before, not like into all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but it was always going to be, it, it was always headed that way. Ever since I was very young, I was about eight or nine years old, lived in the suburbs, it was boring as fuck. 
all the women stayed at home the guys went out to work um, and that, that's just the way it was because it was like the early 80s and it was just kind of boring and all this nonsense so um, I just decided when I was about that age that I just didn't want to live like that I wanted to be independent I wanted to make my own money I didn't want to rely on a guy and be stuck in a house raising three, four kids um, or like the woman across the road she was just collecting dogs and ornaments and she spent her days with a white carpet, shampooing her carpet, polishing ornaments and taking her dog's walks. That's not a life. So that's when I decided I would be headstrong. I didn't know it was dominant. I didn't know any of these things, but I just knew that I wanted to be responsible for myself and, and make my own money. Um, and then fast forward uh, a good few years later, I was doing very well in sales. Um, I had a boyfriend at the time, but I was very, very anti-porn and I was anti sex work I was anti all of this thing I just thought it was disgusting and it was just I was very judgmental when I was younger and very prudish or I thought I was prudish but I wasn't really because in my private life I was doing things that I now know are kinky mm -hmm. so but I was only doing it with my boyfriend um, things like water sports um, bondage water sports? so water sports is when you pee on someone I don't know a, a rainbow shower uh, no, a rainbow shower involves period blood. Oh, see, Seth, I told you that, <laughs> fuck's sake. Rang information again. <laughs> so, peeing on somebody, so that's called what? Water sports. Water sports. So, Listen, a few people's actually said, look, about you doing it, I'm going to wear like your water sports. Think that's what they could mean? Could be, it could be. I mean, what I would do is just take a wee drive by and see mm -hmm. if you can see them in a wetsuit. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, then they're probably here. But for a dog, <laughs> see, I, I, I need disrespect, but you're a good looking lassie, and for people, and in my mind, dominatrix, I'm thinking like a big heavy woman and <laughs> just like you fucking like manhold you and bear hugs, you're no moving, getting that dildo up your ass. Do you know what I mean? For yourself, you're quite petite and obviously you get your head screwed on. Yeah. Um so it, it's quite it's weird to see. So because usually strange you, I usually when I speak to people, they're pretty fucked up. You'll uh, know, well, know that I've known you, but you, that's a compliment, <laughs> by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but uh, listen, man, it's a story that people want to hear and it's intriguing for people to get into it. What's the, what's the, there, there's no limits for you, but is there? So I was going, what's the weirdest shit that makes you kind of cringe? So for me, I, I do have limits. So people think, that that's a common misconception, right. actually, that that as a dominant and as a, as a worker, that I'll, I need to agree to everything mm -hmm. I don't so there's things that I definitely won't do like what? Um, like I won't do scat play scat play is like uh, it's not peeing it's the other other shiting. end Aye, shiting shiting on people amateur what I mean do not do scat play I very rarely do adult baby which is where the person dresses up as someone who's obviously considerably younger than their current age like um, yeah, it's, it's a kind of regression into childhood for them. Um, back to simpler times. It's kind of relaxing and all this. <laughs> but um, I can I can do that in a role play sense, mm -hmm. but I won't change someone's nappy and do all that kind of Aye, side it's, of things. It's, shite, isn't it? it's too much for me. Like, I can't but they do walk about in a nappy. They do sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I use the nappies for other things, though. What? Um, like for splosh. So I've, What's that? A few Sounds times like a I've. I've put an appy on someone and just filled it with custards and booted them out the door. So what? you have to like get the bus home or whatever. Just well, sitting down. But is is that <laughs> custard ass? Is that uh, is that a turn on for them? 
So what do you think it is with the mindset with these people? Listen, I love to talk about the mindset. So when people come in then, what are they trying to, what is it they're, how can they know they're in their own house? Are they coming, why did they come to you? A lot of people... Do you think they think it's weird or embarrassed? For a lot of people, I'm the only soul in this whole entire world that knows about what they're actually into. <clears throat> and a lot of that is to do with stigma. And society as a whole just being very unaccepting of anything that they deem as like a little bit different and a little bit out there. But these, these people are just wired that way. Like I was wired that way and I didn't know it because I, I thought I was vanilla and I was normal and all this. But I was peeing on my boyfriend, tying him up and then like spending days just ignoring him if we had a fight because I knew that he would buy me flowers at some point mm -hmm. and that's a form of like psychological tease and denial um, that plain hard to get refused like purposefully stubbornness out of nothing but badness just mm -hmm. refusing to have sex with him because I felt like it because I knew that he would go and do things for me mm -hmm. and that's a form of chastity but I just wasn't using a device I was already wired that way and that was without watching porn without having any contact because I was so anti sex work but I was just that's just the way I was um, I ended up working in a strip club for a little while and the only reason that I went to work in it is because I looked at it and I looked at the girls that, that were in the club that I was in one night because I went in drunk with the guys for, for the car dealership that I worked in um, and I looked about and I thought these girls are they're no superhuman like I thought they were going to be because a lot of that came from my own insecurities mm -hmm. that whole anti-sex work thing Um so they weren't these superhuman girls. I thought. I thought that they're just normal. I'm. I'm a good looking lassie. I can fit in in here. Um, I was in good shape as well, and I was listening to some of them chatting to guys. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And as a, a person that's very successful in sales, I thought I could wipe the floor with these lasses, like when it comes to business wise, because I know I know sales processes and I know that it doesn't matter how good a dancer you are or what you look like, if you can't talk somebody into going in for a dance with you, you'll never make money. So I just saw instantly business opportunity, I could make money at this, and that's what I done. And it was from there that I met someone who knew of a dom that was looking for somebody to train. Um, and I went in and I trained with her and I just instantly loved the whole job. Like a mentor? Yeah, she was a mentor for about a year. When you started doing it all at the start, the nappies and the custard and the skeleton people with fucking the teller and whatever else, how did you feel with that? Did you just love it instantly? There's a lot of things that you've got to just try and see if you like it because you're kind of on the fence. You don't really know about, or I didn't really know like I've never really done that before so how can I really rule it out I mean obviously there's certain things that I'll always rule out like anything to do with animals not interested people at all people ask you that but um, I've, I've had people ask me what, what? Um, someone asked me to feed them, force feed them a live praying mantis and I said no what the fuck's a praying mantis other people have asked for me to have my cats in the room and I'm like fuck off like, <laughs> cats <laughs> Because anything that can't consent, I'm not interested in. Um, what about anybody else get slaughter animals? Or no, it's no, it's no satanic like that. Not? Um, I've not. So the 
yeah, the animal thing will definitely not do. Um, nobody's asked me to slaughter animals or anything like that, but there are people that have got crushing fetishes, so standing on bugs and beetles and things like that. Mm. I'll stand in a toy car or I'll stand on like a wee action man and this is when you kind of project that person onto the little action man. So you're like talking to them as if it's the client and then they're sitting watching this and then you're like stomping in the, the action man's face and all that. And that's turning them on? Uh-huh. For some people that's called, that's a fetish called giantism. So you pretend to be this giant next to this little little doll thing. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you, you, I've had someone uh, and wanted me to basically shove it down my shoe or down down my tights into my shoe and just walk about with this wee man in my shoe all day <laughs> and then just tell him about it, take pictures mm-hmm. of different things that I was doing, like go for lunch or and or and then just take a wee photo of this, this wee man just hanging out my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and what but are they doing? Are it's they, such good fun. Are they playing with themselves or are they Sometimes do- people do, yeah. Not it doesn't happen as often as you'd think. For a lot of people, especially the pain people, it's nothing to do with masturbation or wanting a sexual release. It is just like a massive endorphin rush that they're after. Mm-hmm. And the best way for them to do that, some people skydive, some people bungee jump. Mm-hmm. For them, it's the way to do it is using sensation play and sometimes that can involve pain. Mm-hmm. And it's no fair to judge, but we all judge. For so, if you see somebody with an appy mm-hmm. getting turned on with an action figure getting stood on, you're kind of going... <laughs> You're going to judge, do you know what I mean? But like I say, everybody's got their, their fixes. Yeah. Everybody, listen, everybody's kinky in their own wee way and we can all hide it and, and sugarcoat it. Of course. It. But for these people, I'm saying these people, I'm fucking, I shouldn't say that, but is it, there's not no really anywhere else they can go unless they're sitting in the rain house doing it themselves. It's not as if they can go to a meeting or say, look, I've got a fetish, I like getting skilled with a cricket bat with shite getting rubbed on my face, do you know what I mean? There's, but how can they, can you imagine going to the doctors for that? They're going to look you in the loony bin. They can't. So kink. A lot of kinks used to be considered under the DSM. You know the the mental health charter. Um, it used to be classified as a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, but now recently it's been taken off, so it's not now classified as a mental illness anymore, which is nice. But it's not a widely known uh, thing that it, it isn't. It used to be, and now it's not. Um, but people are just into what they're into. Exactly. Like you might like bums and boobs. That's fine. Yeah. Other, it's just a body part. Ladies that's all and it men's is. a different story, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, but other people like feet, and a lot of a lot of fetishes come from things that have happened to them maybe when they were younger. Not necessarily like abuse or anything like that. It's just we we things that just ninjas your brain and stays in there and then it comes out as a fetish later on in life but do you get people come in and go oh wait a minute this isn't just a fetish there's, there's something no fucking right <clears> with you sometimes you do get people that you think to yourself what came first the kink or the mental health issue like are they are they related and sometimes they can be quite intertwined um but i generally think that a lot of people do develop problems when they when they suppress this kind of thing because they're constantly being told there's something wrong with you you're weird you're 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 dirty you're filthy you're this you're that and that that's that getting ingrained into your brain that constant negative reinforcement isn't good for you it's going to stick yeah of do you course. get there's a lot listen a lot of people into this is like top qcs and lawyers and police and yeah a lot of married men yes so, like I say, even though we spoke about that earlier, it does yeah. have a ripple effect as well. So, even though they're coming in for the kinky shit, should they not be honest with their missus and say, look... I mean, I that's like, for them. I know. 
that's do you for take them. responsibility for that or do you just go with the flow with it? I can't I can't I can't mm-hmm. control other people's lives and what they choose to tell their partner and things. Mm-hmm. I mean all I do is you get people that will be jealous that somebody goes to see somebody for a massage, a full body mm-hmm. massage. Like and that, that's them putting media. their hands like head to toe all over the person's body. And, you know, a lot of the times I don't even have any physical contact with people. It's it's purely a psychological thing. So um, there is a sexual nature to it. I'm not going to deny that. Obviously, it falls under the umbrella of sex work, but so does burlesque, so does stripping, so does mm-hmm. a lot of things. Um, for me, it's not a sexual thing. I'm not out there to take anybody's man off. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm not interested. I've got my own guy. Um, he was a decent guy, by the way. I mean, he was a cracking guy, man. Yeah, he's, he's good, isn't he? Good fun. Because it's weird. That's what I said. How does he deal with Because I'm a jealous guy, do you know what I mean? I, I, uh-huh. I'm a jealous person. So never mind somebody. But a lot of that's to do with your own pride and your ego aye, and, aye, aye. and that's something that you need to kind of mm-hmm. deal with. But I've been very, very lucky with the guy that I'm with. Um, mm-hmm. I'll not mention names or anything, but the guy the guy that I'm with um, and that he's just, isn't he... Laid back, doesn't he judge it? Doesn't he have that mm-hmm. kind of, that, he doesn't have any of that insecurity or any of that ego or, or pride thing. He's just like, you go out, make your money. Um, and then he, he quite happily sits and listens to stories for work and he just pisses himself laughing. <laughs> like, so I took, when I, the flowers thing, I took photos of that. Where he get the flowers up his ass? Aye, like stage by stage. And, and said, <laughs> just me holding the flowers with a pure shit look in my face. Like, and then a picture of them in my hand. It's on my Twitter if anybody wants to look. What's your Twitter, by the way, so people uh, can check you out? It's at Megara Fury, F U R I E. Um, but yeah, so I took photos stage by stage and I sent them to him mm-hmm. and he was just howling, laughing. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting in his work, 95, Monday, Friday, very vanilla job, like very, very straight laced mm-hmm. job. And he's getting these photos through if he's getting friends. <laughs> he's just, with cheap flowers stuck up there. He's just sitting around with, with other folk and they're just, mm-hmm. you know, probably getting what, you ha- what we're having for dinner the night mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's just getting pictures of a guy with, shower, with mm-hmm. flowers shoved up his arse. And these dildos and that... Are these clean, by the way? Yeah, they're, Is, clean. Um, they're clean. Do you use this? Look at this. I have done. You know what I mean? That's not the biggest one I've got. Okay, I know, it's because you seen me earlier. <laughs> that's, Is, just, uh... that's your wee starter pack. And that goes up somebody's ass? Yes, yeah. And, what, can... about, and what, what is this here? This, this is a whip. I don't generally use that unless I'm scaring somebody. That's it, really. Is this the, the, like the gimp mask? That is the, that's a ball gag that goes in the mouth so with ball gags people react um, one of two ways they either go very very dry mouthed or they get super slabbery mm. like dripping all the way down it's just have minging. you ever nearly killed anybody? no have you killed anybody is a question <laughs> no I haven't listen there's a, I haven't. we've got a prison cell here we've got a bed with a fucking cage under it explain this that like the bed with a cage and that what's the longest you've left somebody in there? overnight food or water? no <laughs> not even a toilet break <laughs> do they, they toilet in there? Uh, no they don't get to the toilet um, yeah I had someone in it overnight he was a big tall awkward thing like over six foot right? <laughs> and the, it's only like fucking four foot long or something mm-hmm. so he's all kind of crumpled up <laughs> he's built like a brick shit house lovely lovely big guy what's his name really really nice can't tell you I'm that I'm kidding I'm kidding big fucking guy turns up says that do you mind if I put this on it's my it's my girlfriend's woolly dress mm-hmm. fucking loves a woolly dress so he does and this dress no joke, wouldn't even have fitted me. It was tiny. Mm-hmm. And he f- fucking 
absolutely shoehorned himself into it and then we put him in the cage um, and it was underneath my bed at the time because I wasn't living here I didn't have this place it was an old, mm-hmm. old dungeon that I had um, and then I just went up to bed left him then uh, about 7 o'clock in the morning he's like Megara was he shouting you? <laughs> suffocation I'm getting up fucking hairs it mm-hmm. to heat her and uh, I'm like what is it? <laughs> and he's like oh, I've, got, I've got a bit of cramp <laughs> <laughs> so I down and let him out what turns you on then? No, you kind of know that you've done everything, but what make what do you get still get like horny and turned on with stuff? Aye, I mean I separate work and, and personal life. It's completely different. Um, for work, it's more of a psychological thing. Mm-hmm. Like I get a lot out of it. Thera- you get a kick out of it. Quite therapeutic for me. So me, I'm quite a blunt person. I've always been quite blunt, um, and I can find myself in social situations where I need to censor what I'm saying. Because if I was to say what I was thinking, I'd probably fall out with everybody in the room. Because mm-hmm. people don't like to know what you think. They don't like to. They don't like the truth flung back at them, and it's it's it can be stressful for me. Um, so coming in here, I get to just just free flow. I can talk. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a safe space for me as much as it's a safe space for the person that's in. Even though they're coming here to fulfil something completely different, I still get to fulfil a wee part of me as well. Mm-hmm. So it's quite nice. Um, but in in my personal life, um, I'm kinky. But mm-hmm. my uh, my my partner just now, he's. He was very vanilla when he met me. He never knew any of this existed. He thought it was made up. He's like, there's no chance. He thought mm-hmm. it was a, it was in a movie. Um, I had on my Tinder profile that I was doing this because I was using it for, for um, uh, advertising. Uh, right. And I put, I, I put a wee disclaimer at the bottom. I was like, look, if I swipe right, I actually like your face, but I'm generally not going to swipe right on you. Um, it's, this is literally if you, if you want a session with me here's my pictures here's my website get in contact with me and I got a few sessions from it I did get a lot of guys just messaging try to ask me out and I'm like it's not going to happen so we'd matched in, in the afternoon met that night um, and he's like are you like actually a dominatrix and I'm like I fully like I've got a dungeon in my basement so now <laughs> two's get pissed went to the cat house we end up winching in the cat house um, and then we left there get a pizza crunch <laughs> as you do of course but well, he was, he's Welsh so mm-hmm. I had to introduce him to Glasgow mm-hmm. cuisine you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I took him back um, and we ended up just shagging out of the house as you do again <laughs> classic course. tinder and then the next morning um, before he left I was like do you want to see this dungeon and he's like ah, okay so I brought him down and he just didn't really say anything at all he was just like looking about like this <laughs> so I said right I'll get you up the road um, so I took him over to his pal's house and I, did, I honestly didn't expect to see him again mm-hmm. um, but that's it'll be two years in March now he moved up in January uh, and everything's just been brilliant so I've introduced him to a lot of stuff um, he's still not quite like super kinky or anything like mm-hmm. that but he's, he's definitely opened his eyes and Is he's that very open minded a balance for you as well that he's no over the top that I do you know what I mean I know that he's not with me because I'm a dominatrix you know he's not with me because he thinks he'll get free kink sessions mm-hmm. or, or anything like that um, he's also very respectful in my job so I've had relationships in the past where they've used what I do for a living as an excuse to cheat mm-hmm. or an excuse to to 
not to treat me with any respect and things and normally these relationships last maybe about two months and then I'm like right out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with the life coaching kind of stuff as well that gives you a bit of balance because if you were to do this full time like I say I, I know a lot of strippers and I know people in the porn industry and I know them all some of them are brilliant people but yeah. there is a lot of darkness there as well there's a lot of disconnection do you think that balance everything as well for you you can kind of accept it as your job bit of fun you love it and then go back into normality yeah, of course. Um, I mean, I, I'm a normal person. Mm-hmm. When I come in here, I'm just taking myself and turning it up to 11. That's all I'm doing. I'm not putting on a character or anything like that. I'm not, like... I mean, I, c- I can create an atmosphere if I want to, very, very quickly. You don't look like <laughs> But it just depends. You don't depends. look as if you can fucking smack at r- chains and... <laughs> it's weird, doesn't it? You just need to buy some of my, <laughs> you want some of my clips. Why not? Know what I mean, everybody loves a cut of nipple clips. You need to sign up, OnlyFans. Is it? Uh, so, how about you've got a big social media following, you've got the blue tick in your name, so you've done a lot of stuff. You were on Tattoo Fixers. Yes. What else have you been on? Um, been on Tattoo Fixers, I've been on The Late Show mm-hmm. a good few times. Big Ewan. You'll big love Ewan. it in here, know what I mean? <laughs> big regular. Don't kid yourself on you. <laughs> Um, I've got a podcast coming out with Clyde's one, Gina McKee. Gina McKee, I met yep. her. I met Gina Aye, on Tuesday. Super I was on her podcast on Tuesday. Yeah, Clyde was shout cool. out to Gina McKee, and she was talking about you. She said you need to get McGarry on. Aye, she's cool. Like, ah, she's really cool. I, I, I fucking I spoke to her last night. I was. <laughs> she's like what? I was like aye. So it's mad. She's really nice. Isn't it? She was brilliant. But like I say, uh, you have got the big social media following. I done World of Weird as well. That What's was. That? Um, it was a documentary on. Splosh and it, well, that was my section with Splosh. Splosh is that whole one way food fight, custard in your nappy, and all this. Um, <clears throat> so they'd they'd asked me to do the Splosh part, um, but they'd done like there's a guy that painted beautiful paintings, but just using his dick. It was called like <laughs> I can't even his name, man, Dicasso or something. Dicasso, like that. <laughs> that's class, man. Some, I need you on my podcast, Dicasso. He's on my fuck. He's on my Twitter. I'll find his that's name for class. you. Class. He's on my Twitter, but you know I shared this section with him. Uh, but it was really nice, um, and I had to. We spent like two full days filming. I had to splosh two different people. It was a female that came up who I still speak to, and one of my subs that came up, and he, he was a guy. He's a guy used to he likes to dress up as Jenny. Mm-hmm. Um, turned up in a, I think it was a yellow dress and a bright red wig, and we had him outside. But some of the neighbours were kind of hanging out the window just laughing because there's a guy with a boom mic out there, and there's there's a lassie who's who was one of the pre, one of the actors she was a presenter she was one of the actresses from EastEnders so she's sitting there so everybody's looking out that's going to cause a bit of fuss mm-hmm. in it um, somebody famous in the back in the neighbour's back garden in fucking Springburn mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so classic Springburn man oh, I think you shut up yeah for your poso uh, yes Hollywood Springburn <laughs> <laughs> is uh, what does the, na- the neighbours know so my my immediate neighbours are my dad and a Dutch couple, so... So, yeah, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter if you know anyway, but... You know, getting nosy bastards, no matter what you do. Some of them do, some of them have seen me on Twitter, um, and some, they just, they don't, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Um, I'm not causing any trouble, I've not, I've not got people in and out all day, and, and what I do is very much kept within the confines of the dungeon, so... What's the biggest party you've had in here? Many people... Um, oh, so I do parties right. last Saturday of every month, apart from December, January, February, because December I do it earlier because of Christmas, 
January, February, I take that off. Because um, January, everybody's skin. February, um, generally, is Valentine's Day. So mm. nobody's want to spend money on anything else. Um, but yeah, the, the biggest party I've had um, was like 27 people. So this isn't a big space. Mm-hmm. So I like to give people room to move about and stuff and be mm-hmm. able to go on to different aisles. and do the yeah. lunges. Exactly. Because you've got a wheel there. Now, like the spinning wheel where you tie people on it. Yeah. How? So what do you do when somebody's on that? It depends. Um, you kind of use it like a bit like a St Andrew's Cross. A St Andrew's Cross is the cross that goes like Scotland. this. Aye. Not, you, get, you get normal <laughs> you crosses like that and you get crosses like that. Mm-hmm. It's called a St Andrew's Cross. Um, so... Generally, we we um with that I just use it like that. So you can attach the one either facing it or facing out the way, um, and then we can use floggers, electrics, needles. Um, this is a flogger. Oh yeah. This is also I'm, a flogger. This is such an education course today. I'm learning this is so a much. I, I think I know actually know what it is, but I'm just pretending that I don't. Well, I use I more use that as a weight. That's solid. Oh, fucking hell, man! You wouldn't even use that in gang fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be more concerned never, if somebody chased me with this right enough I've never gang fought so I don't know I don't know about that uh, you could and, but you know you could you, probably you, just you could, you, knock oh, somebody out with that just dominate it <laughs> is it um, is that, <laughs> I'll sound good uh, is it um, oh he's piped up he's saying something don't you get sassy with it's me it's not that it was Steph who brought these dildos on I said Steph bring a couple of dildos on fucking I'll give you a shame for a <laughs> what about the dildo with a skull that's your favourite how come that is my favourite because I love skulls I got it from Tokyo um, I walked into a shop it was like seven floors tall and it was just all sex stuff like all sex toys dolls outfits lubes condoms everything everything you could imagine it was like an absolute playground for me so um, I walked in and I seen this in the shelf and I was like, I don't care how much it is, I'm getting it. So mm. I've got it and it's, I call it Captain Skullbuggery. How many arses has that been up? That has been up um, approximately four arses. Is that it? Aye, that's all. Can amateurs, not mean. I that's tied it out first though. We get, <laughs> I was away with my guy and we, we went to a, a Tokyo love hotel. Mm-hmm. So do you know what they are? No. Right, so... In Tokyo, a lot of people live at home and the walls are paper thin. So generally, they go to what's called a love hotel so they can mm-hmm. just go and get a shag. Um, you can rent it by the hour, by half a day or by an overnight. So we rented a love hotel overnight and this this one looked pretty normal. Like most of the ones that are themed and look a bit mental are quite expensive, but this one was kind of mid-range. So I thought, oh, it's not going to... Because we kind of ran out of money. I spent £500 in the strippers. <laughs> what? No. Is it no cheaper oh, there? It was like the hangover, honestly. I just kept drinking sake and then forgetting where I was. So mm. just a bad, bad, bad time. So these hotels are just... Fun. So basically they're just for shagging. They're called love hotels, but they're for shagging. And mm. So we got this love hotel, took that with me, walked in and I'm like, this looks decidedly vanilla. Like, mm-hmm. it looks very, very normal. There's even fucking wardrobes here. I'm like, why? Why is there holes in the door of the wardrobe? So I opened up the wardrobe and there's handles in it and stools. So we got the room with glory hole wardrobes for shagging through. Is that your dick through? Yeah. I know pretty what much. Glory hole is. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not that naive. Bet you do. <laughs> Steph told me about them, didn't you, OG? Yeah, we had glory but hole see, wardrobes. That's what I'm saying. Steph's got the go in that. 
Aye. For me, if I was your eyes, people look with the goatees and that, and the, the, the shaved head, the kind of whirling appies with the throw jam on me and lick my balls with like butt plugs and Steph's got that look. You know what I mean? Is there a, is there a, <laughs> is there a certain look? For, is everybody different? That's me judging, but for me, I've got that look. I've got that vision. It is that... all sorts of people. Has you it... People like you coming in. Handsome. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? There's a, no, like, a distinctive look that's the, the, the majority, high percentage have got the goatee. See, half the guys that come in, you would walk, you would walk right by them in the street. Would you? Aye, but he definitely looks, <laughs> definitely looks the part, man. He does, Steph. But he's in a Doing. band in that one, eh? Kind of punk band kind of vibe. You've get, you've just got a pure <laughs> filthy face, didn't you? Well, that was a little, that was a little already dildos before he broke them all. <laughs> is it so? When you obviously this is your this is your your heaven. Do you yeah. Know what I mean, this is your your domain. It's my bread and butter, isn't it? Obviously, when you look, man, you've got the shoes and that. Like I say, we're going to take a wee gander around it and show everybody. But people are intrigued by this shit. I'm intrigued by it. Because you're, you're still kind of, we can portray it, oh, it's just a wee interview, but you're all excited, you're all coming in, we're all giggling at Steph's <laughs> fucking smelling the letters and classic yeah. Steph. It, it, it's good for your being so honest as well. Takes a lot of courage, you know what I mean? Helps other people be honest though. Cause... So what do you think, for people watching who've got the kinky shit in them, which we all have, how do they get involved in that with you? How can they get in contact? How can So they can either email or call me. I generally don't take texts. So they need to email me or call me. They can email me on mistressmagara at hotmail.co.uk. They can phone me um, and that's all on my website. So it's mistressglasgow.co.uk. I've got a new website launching next week, ilovemagara.com. Yes, I like it. Yes. And I, and I love. It is just very self-indulgent. Do you not get to see these people but before it? they send a wee picture or something and you're I don't scared. care what folk look like. It's not... It's not again. It's not a sexual thing for me. Mm. So what somebody looks like doesn't matter. I've got people that come in. I've got one guy that came in, and the he was just massive, humongous, mm -hmm. um, and he was covered head to toe in psoriasis. But uh, you can't make people feel shit about themselves, you know. Like it's not obviously not an ideal situation because I've got to sweep up and all that after it, and mm. it's sweep up what he's obviously had. Do you know what psoriasis is? Ah, the yeah, skin. Oh, aye, aye, bits I of skin and stuff. But he's obviously, there's no way he's going through his life without being bullied and, and people uh, making comment and people mm -hmm. looking at him and all that. And that this is a safe space for them. So if they want to come in, I'm not going to judge anything like that. I'll judge their performance as a sub mm -hmm. and I'll judge their dedication and how how well they perform in that role. Everything else, unless they specifically ask me to humiliate them for their appearance, um, it's just not something that I'll touch or I'll go near. Have you done acting before? I done acting uh, yes I did when I was younger because it's obviously a lot, a lot of role play there is a lot of role play I really enjoy that though I get right into it did I get showered in that are they clean or did I, do you get them showered and washed there's a bath there's a two person the bath, bath. they can go in there if they want to the um, do you wash them or anything no 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 no. They, no. Don't, they generally don't need a wash they just come in so and what's do the, what's the fucking limits is it an hour five hours a day when you get people in a cage for a day what's, is it people the, well the longest I've done is like an overnight session mm -hmm. I can do all day sessions as well. It just it depends on what they're actually asking me for because obviously certain activities, there's, there is a limit to how much you can actually do. Mm -hmm. Like rope bondage, you could do that all day long because it's unlimited the amount of ways you can tie somebody up and some people just like to experience that feeling of restriction and that helplessness. 
um, and in different positions. So normally if you're tying somebody up quite tight, um, you can only leave them for about 20 minutes and then you need to change position just because it's quite stressful in the body. Mm -hmm. You can end up with them... Um, like nerve damage and, and these kind of things. Pull muscle. What about, exactly. uh, do you need to sign a disclaimer or anything in here? Have you got insurance in case anybody fucking heart attack? Or? So they will verbally confirm everything before right. we start. Mm -hmm. um, if they're especially nervous, they'll get a safe word to use. And I use two safe words for this. Mm -hmm. um, they use amber for slow and red for no. If they use amber too many times, I'll call red. Because I can call red as well. Mm -hmm. The session ends um, and then they go home. How much in pain do you endeavour on these people? How much? Right up to their limits. Do you suffocate them? Uh, we do a little bit of asphyxiation. Because is that not a sexual thing when somebody starts suffocating their masturbating? <laughs> masturbating. I'm trying to talk professional here. When I'm having a wank and I'm fucking masturbating. I've, I've turned into a proper interview now. So, <laughs> so when someone is masturbating, but there, is that not a sensation when they're choking or, or, or something like that? We it can't can breathe. Be, yeah. Some that. people enjoy it's, We call it breath play rather than asphyxiation because we're not looking to completely cut off the air supply. Um, it's it's where you kind of play with their breathing, so it can give that again that feeling of helplessness. It also can increase that those excitement hormones, so like your dopamine and your mm. adrenaline and all this, and your your endorphins, and f again that's just another way of, of eliciting that response. So the same as skydivers or or bungee jumpers or whatever. Definitely for skydivers coming out with a strap on right on his ass, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I think is is it so when it's you, a bit it, of a bumpy land. <laughs> If you got the what's the electric out them in that? I've got electrics, yes. Uh -huh. How strong? Oh, uh, I don't know. Testicles and that. Yeah, testicles. Yeah, for boys, man. I only do the right nipple because Why? the heart's underneath the left, and the heart is an electrical organ. So, so you're working <laughs> a professional in here, know what I mean? It's fucking nuts, isn't it? But yeah. Is there something anybody's ever come in and says, "I want this done," you've done, mm, <clears> and they've done it, and you've done, "Oh shit, I quite enjoy that." God, I don't even know what the definition of weird is anymore, so I couldn't really... I get people asking for some, some crazy stuff, like sounding... I mean, I'm going to explain things to you that's probably... It's quite normal to me, but it'll be shocking for everybody I else to hear I it, I guess, I so... Know, man. <laughs> like my first One of my first sessions, um, I, I got him to jizz into a bowl of cereal and eat it. And then... <laughs> <laughs> it's that classic Sunday morning. My, it was my actual first session and then I stuck a twix up his arse and made him eat that as well and stomped in a, a piece, and, piece and ham and made him eat that um, and then we did like water sports so I peed in a cup and threw it on him I used to do scat actually I used to do that see that's alright man it's, it's the standard on a piece and ham that offends me because I'm vegetarian you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> give me I mean, a bowl of spunk any day but stunning on a ham that's a no no I know <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I used to do scat a while ago, but I don't do it anymore because it's just, it's minging. It's really minging. But that's so the, the pish and the shite. That's the, the shite. That's the shite play. So what kind of, what, so somebody says, I want you to throw shite on me. So I had someone who'd pretended, he'd made up another email account and got mm. his, had his, uh, his fake made up girlfriend email me saying, my boyfriend's just really annoyed me and I want you to really sort him out and like, I want you to just make him eat shit. And then he was, then he'd email straight away after and go, um, my girlfriend's like, 
um, said that I have to come and see you because I've you've you've got to make me eat shit, and I'm like, this is clearly the same guy because mm. I could tell by the writing style and all this, and so I, I kind of played along with it, like, oh yeah, you sound like you're in trouble. What have you done? And chat away and all this and then he, he come in he's, he's like I'll give my consent for it I suppose and I'm like, <laughs> so it just went on and on um, but he came in and I just I went into another room this is when I was still getting mentored um, so I went into another room and I just basically done a done a poo in a dog bowl and <laughs> I went in and he sat with a plastic fork and ate it <laughs> just <laughs> fucking <laughs> chatting away to me like like just chatting about general fucking stuff. I was at university at the time. And he's like, How, "How's your course going?" <laughs> and I'm just sitting looking at him like, "What the fuck?" So eating a bowl of shit. I just eating a bowl. Just like he was eating a fucking bowl of cereal, and it's got bones are in the the bowl because it was a dog bowl, and he's just like chowing it down. That's mad. Mental. Did they no cringers? Is just is it enjoy it? He was just eating it like it was a normal thing to do. And then he, when he was going to say Cheerio, he went to like, <laughs> and I'm like, get to fuck. Shitey shite breath. breath. <laughs> <laughs> what? Shitey breath. Fucking hell, man. But like, listen, that's people's thing, isn't it? How can we Sometimes, judge? I, I mean, I'm not judging him. I just choose not to do it, you know? Are you ever sick? I have been sick. Oh. With what? I sessioned with a hangover one day. Oh, did you? Fucking terrible idea. The guy came in, his arse was so shitey inside and we were doing anal play. And I was I was videoing it at the time as well because I was on Peri I get banned for Periscope. <laughs> but I was on Periscope and I was like going live and all this and I'd, I had about 150,000 followers or something on that all just ready to ping up and watch me doing something. Um, so I'm videoing this thing and I said, right, I'm going to give this guy an enema. So I've got the tube up his arse, he's... Use warm water. Don't use hot, you'll burn them. Don't use cold, you'll put them into shock. So, bit of warm water. Filled his arse up with about two litres of it. He sat in the pan and uh, he's just sitting there, like, he's a straight jacket on as well, like, <laughs> completely fucking vulnerable. Never shat in front of a woman before. Yeah. And he's just sitting there like that. And his stomach was all gone. And I'm like, stand up, sit down, lean forward, lean back, relax, press, relax, press. And all, go through all the motions with him. Motions. Um, so I done that the smell just fucking hurt me didn't it and I still had my phone in my hand I didn't have the extension in that on the back and it was just there was a drain in the floor so I went outside and I was just leaning over the drain but I still had my phone so I'm like Bleh! like just spewing down a drain and I forgot that I was still on fucking periscope people watching us. aye it's about 50,000 folks in me spew <laughs> And watching a guy shite himself. And watching a guy shite himself. Do people like the, Is that a big calling? Is that a big ask for people to do that shitey stuff? I did that. I did that. That's called a. I don't even put. I don't it's even called put enema play, but I done it because. Dog shite man, that made me sick. Well, I had to I do it. It was just. I'm not. I don't want to use a strap on in somebody when they've got an arse full. Really? You've got to clean it. Because I, I was talking to Georgia. Georgia, I was the porn, my porn, porn star. She was saying when they're doing anal scenes. Sorry, uh -huh. mother. So cover your ears. Um, when they're doing anal scenes, they can't eat for three days or they, they've got to clean themselves out. All they can eat is jelly beans. I'm learning so much in this industry, man. And uh, the jelly bean king. That's what she says. Jelly beans, any uh, type. Just jelly beans because <laughs> when they eat it, it the does, jelly belly factory. Uh, <laughs> so it's just if you're ever wanting an anal session, eat your jelly beans and don't eat anything else for two or three days because the jelly beans, I don't know what it does. They don't digest for ages. 
apparently. Nice. Mm, so there ah, you go. A bit okay, of info for cool. Next I will pass that on. Monster. Hopefully nobody's diabetic. No, but like the reason that I don't Have you ever heard anybody take a bad gene? A bad turn, you've done shit, man, you phone the doctors or an ambulance here. Or else I just one guy. bury him. I've had one guy do it. Um, so, well, the reason I'll cover this first. The reason that you need to you need to have a clean arse inside is because whatever's in there will reduce the efficacy of the lube and it'll make it sore. So, shite's no slidey, lube is. But if you mix, if you dilute the lube with shite, it's going to be less slidey, so it's going to be sore. And that's why I tell people make sure your arse is empty. <laughs> I don't want you going, ah, I can't do it, I can't do it. And then I pull out and I've got a big fucking Mr. Wow. <laughs> so that's, that's that. Do you ever do couples? Yes, uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's with a woman and the guys watching or the guys and the woman watching? All both? sorts of things. I've had somebody that came in on a, on a first date. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> Tinder date probably, no doubt. <laughs> um, yeah, they came in on a first date. So the guy phoned, can I come in with my girlfriend? I want you, both, I want you and my girlfriend to, to dominate me. So that's fine. So I go, they, they arrive, they're a bit shy. So she's like, what is it you're you's into? And they're like, um, just looking at each other. And I'm like, that's not right. They're not communicating like a couple that I would expect. It's just what, anything you definitely don't like. And they were like, um, right, we've got something to tell you. And I'm like, what is it? And I was expecting them to go, we're reporters or something like that. And they said, um, we're actually on a first date. And I'm like, he's fucking kidding me on here. They were right enough on a first date. Never saw each other again. But he he then took his shirt off. He was wearing full latex underneath. She had no idea. They'd just been for dinner. And um, he, wanted, uh, he wanted strap-on play. Now, she knew she was coming here. She just thought it'd be fun. Um, so I taught her how to how to use a strap on properly and how to do you know playing the warm up side of things and all that, and um, yeah, she just bummed him. <laughs> so first date, first it's a standard date. first date, isn't it? Standard. <laughs> they never saw each other again. But did you ever I see thought, any? I thought it would be a nice happy ending, but no. no. Just for him. Yeah, just I just for. Have you ever? <laughs> I just got that there, did you? Yeah, see what I did there? That penny drop. Have you ever had the reporters? Is this legal? <laughs> Is this legit? No, I just because there's some freaky, some freaky shit goes on in it. I've had, I've spoke to to various you know, different the papers, people. We're in the papers a lot of Aye. times. What was the script with Dubai? Oh, with the sun. Aye. Fucking, that that was a very dangerous uh, article to write. Especially all there, isn't it? Aye, and I said that to him at the time. I says like, you're you will put me in a lot of danger. So a lot of um, a lot of doms when it doesn't matter where they travel to they always say that they're working because it makes you look like you're global. Mm-hmm. So even though you might not be working in a certain country, you just say, I'm off to Dubai, I'll take bookings, blah, blah, blah. Make sure that you're global, right? And he, I was going over to visit friends on this trip and he, because I used to live in Dubai a while ago, um, and then he just wrote this article and I said, that, that's a fucking terrible idea, writing that article. And he's like, why is that? Is it because you're going to get flogged? And he was like fucking gunning for it, you know? And mm. I just thought that's shit journalism. Mm-hmm. He also wrote a lot of things that were very untrue about Dubai. Because I love Dubai. I love the Middle East. I think it's a great, great place. Um, but he wrote a lot of things that were borderline Islamophobic in his ar- article because it was just absolutely untrue and it was mm-hmm. based on speculation and just 
Lies. Um, lies, basically, yeah. And I, to me, to make up a lie in order to further your shitty agenda, like that, that is, I would say, I would class that as phobic. Like, mm. it's just, it's not right. But yeah, so that, that article came out. I'd, I'd rather we just forget about oh, that's it. That's right. <laughs> for you to come on today and later say, be so fucking honest, it's brilliant. Because it shows that you're no a psycho. Well, no, no sitting here, but maybe when the cameras come off. You've also just did a wee, you can't really speak about it, but a documentary. Yes, I've done a documentary. It's out in December. Um, it's It'll show a lot more in my life, not mm. just the kink, the kink side. It'll show the whole entirety of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, different wee bits that I've done. I've done a bit of travelling in it. Um, aye, it's quite a lot there. Channel um, 5? Yes, it's on Channel 5. Mm. I can't really say much more because they're in charge of all the press for it. So you don't like that, do you? But you I can just—I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm, I'm secure enough for myself. And Somebody else needs to be in charge. Before we go, obviously, we're going to do a wee tour. So yes. we're going to show people the cages, the strap-ons, cutlass there. If you broke your so what, stuff here, did you know? What are you into? Um, I'm just pretty fucking normal. When you coming man. in for a session or coming to one of the parties? Switch it off a wee minute, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you don't like getting asked, do you? I don't know. I, I, I genuinely, ask, I've never thought about it. <laughs> I've never thought about it. Nice. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to lie to each other. I don't know, man. It's, I would, it's something, I'm too insecure and paranoid anyway. I'm quite shy. Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. What do you think? You'd been, like, right, let's go through the quiz that I go let through with normal. Let's go. With, uh, with newbies. What about restriction of movement? Is that a yes? I know what I, I maybe because I get quite, I'm quite, I quite claustrophobic. And, okay, but maybe, maybe. Have you ever had your hands pinned during sex and enjoyed it? Aye. Right, you're into bondage then. How? Because that is any form of restriction of movement. But is everybody not doing that? Uh huh. So everyone's kinky. So this is my point. Bastards. This is my point. I think you've just made that up. I think she's just made that up. Um, do you like playing? Do you like chasing people that are playing hard to get? No, because I'm stubborn. I just go fuck you and move on. They're more their sister, no. <laughs> That's uh, you know. No, right. Okay, next. Um, do you do you try harder if you think you're getting a shag at the end of it? No, because I know I'm going anyway. <laughs> it's a bit rapey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> no, I just, no. I, I, nowadays it's changed days, man. There's no really that. That's the only thing we mean now. Trying to find somebody, it's, it's not as easy. Because it's too easy. Aye. If you know what I mean. And it's not being, I'm just being honest. It's, do you know what I mean? And then maybe I, I feel, became spiritual. I, really, I feel for you. And we're, and we're really honest do. and open. But, but then, <laughs> it's, aye, it's, it's, it's weird because it's made it's a turn on for people. Whoever you want, and it's just you know what I mean? fucking. Fucking. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. It's <laughs> tough. I'm asking the questions. <laughs> what else? Um, have you. What about sensation play? Like. Tease and denial, so or t- tied and teased. No. So having me things like stroked up and down you, like kissing and licking and all like that kind of stuff. I like the earlobes and the... like the erogenous zones and all like that. Amateur stuff is that not what it is? It's just teasing. So that's kind of that can be turned kinky. So you see, once you know the things that you're into, the headings for it, then you can start to expand and make it even better. So. I'll I'll, gi- I'll give you all the headings for me. I'll, I'll write you a wee kinky I, prescription. If you've got and a you questionnaire can... on that for people coming in. Uh, it's all in here. Is it? Yeah, it's all in here. Mind fuck. I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, more. <laughs>
That's us, we're finished. That's us, man. No, listen, we're <laughs> going to get a wee tour and then we'll promote and You've got promoting, but... Good. Your chat's been fucking brilliant, man. Excellent. you just smashing the water, start getting prepared. You get the trousers back up now, Steph. Get the key, <laughs> let him out. Is, uh, let's take this wee tour. Yeah? Yes. Let's yes. go. And as promised, a tour around the dungeon. The dungeon cribs, <laughs> the dominatorate cribs. So, what is, what is this here? So, this is a spanky bench. Steph, you want to demonstrate? Come on, Steph. Come so on. This is here. No, no. Other way. Oh, well, Other way. I don't know. You want your bum up in the air. So you're, you're all here and the ass is here? Aye, so if you lean against there with your legs and then oh, right, you're right up. Aye. And then we can put a wee collar on you so you can't get away. And this is whips and dildos on the ass? Yeah. And this is the, this is the wheel that you were talking this about This is the Christmas earlier. wheel. Um, so this doesn't spin but it's got all these different attachments. So, so you can have people can like this or... There's medical play and nipple clamps, little things like small dildos and stuff in there. Knuckle duster. Um, Does that get used? That is a good fun thing because it. Oh, where are they? Hold on, give me two seconds, I'll go and get what, is what it? it attaches onto. This. Two minutes. If you think I'm sexy and you want my butt to come on now and let me know. Why are you playing with that rectal toy? What is that? <laughs> I thought it was only the grey hanging it. No, it's not. It doesn't go inside. Um, so this is a. <laughs> ah, you can put it in there and you can wriggle it about and you know get <laughs> off the prostate and, and this stuff. bed is this a hospital bed because this is like yes, something like a psychiatric uh -huh. yeah it's a hospital what's bed what's the word i'm looking for psychiatric word yeah i made a new mat for it and i added some straps um but it like it's got all the bits and what the bells does anybody ever foam at the mouth so it comes up steph also tips either way or it goes straight down so if i stand on this side Oh yes. Tips. Look at that. I love that. I can um, see. You so there's medical play there. This is um, this is a doxy. You've heard of, of the the Hitachis, haven't you? No. Right. So a doxy. It's like the one for sex in the city. A big massive massager thing. This is thirty percent more powerful than a Hitachi. It's like the most powerful vibrator in the world. It is brilliant. Ooh. And it's not buzzy, it's rumbly, so you feel it so right you in your bones. you can do it when you're sitting in chapel or something? Eh, uh, no. Oh. <laughs> You'd need to plug it in, for starters. This <laughs> is why your butt plugs, isn't it? <laughs> you gonna, gonna ask the priests? And, uh, I love this bath, by the way. Look at this bath. I feel as if I'm on cribs here. Look at that bath. It's for two people as well. You can get three or four in that easy. Easy peasy. And what do you do in the bath? What kind of kinky shit? That's more for splosh. It's also for couples. So if they're staying overnight, then they can share a bath together. And uh, you can use it for water sports as well. So the pissing kind of stuff again? Pissing stuff, yes. What about the rainbow? What was the thing you told me? That's period, period play. I don't do that either. Oh. Nah. Oh. Nah. No. Is the Dot Siri Dominatrix kind of stuff? Are you all pals? Is many many he's in there a gang? There's 
Well, Glasgow's saturated. There's loads of them. Yeah. Those good is get yourselves involved. You've seen the equipment. This is the top of the no, range. Don't. And it's clean. There's too many, and people are starting to. No, I'll get involved with you. I'm saying. Aye, exactly. Aye, aye. Look. There's there's a lot of there's so many domes now that people are starting to discount because they there's they're trying to get the business in mm -hmm. for their sale. What that does is it it kind of cheapens the market. Mm -hmm. It makes people think that it's not a luxury service. Nobody tries harder to be able to afford it. It's not special. Blah blah blah. It also cheapens your just cheapens the service really. So keep your rates high. Be a better dome. Yeah, value your worth. Exactly. If you're going to be eating shite, then I want to pay top dollar. That's what I'd be saying. That's my motto. Eat shite, exactly. get paid. So, in here, um, there's quite a lot of big things. This is a horse speculum. We've got a couple of them. So you use that for opening up Venus. horses. Packages. Passages. Packages. Passages. Mm -hmm. Fedex. This <laughs> is for that, you, horse. So is that for us? Is that for the ass again? Yes. A lot of ass material here, isn't there? I know. I've yeah. seen this as well, a branding. We it's not get, even opened, I've not get opened it yet. Anything goes in this, boom, right in the ass. Yeah. Anybody that comes on the show, that's what like you your do branded. For, for people that, that do that. I'll sponsor them, don't I? I'll get them on sponsor the show. Them. <laughs> get them on the show. These are sounds. I've got other ones as well, smaller so ones. What's that for? That goes right down your japs eye. What? Show them the show <laughs> name. Fuck's sake. Right down the bobby. How the fuck does that go down there? It just, well, these ones what, are quite what, big. What, I don't use them. Them. What can you get? I use the that? smaller ones. Uh, you become, you get stimulated for the inside. So it's a whole different sensation. Ooh. This is the other gaff. We've got a toilet here. Yes. This is what I'm talking about. This here. Like this? Yes. What is this bad boy? So, hold on. If I move that out the way, this opens and shuts. It also Ooh. comes off. It needs to come off. So, what kinky shit happens in here? Nipples. This pulls Test your nipples out, right? Ooh. And this one here gets attached to your balls and pulls your balls down. Ooh. So, you've got nipples out, balls down. <laughs> yeah. Friday night for me. <laughs> and we've got. This bad boy, is this the cage the six feeter was in? Yes. And it's not very big. Fuck's sake, man. I know. One of the head cramp. <laughs> did they, so when they're in that, but did I, did I get turned on? Did I, are, they, are they playing with herself? What's happening in there? He couldn't do anything. He was just stuck. That was his thing, though. He just likes being stuck. See, for me, that does It's not really big. It's not really. It's not a big thing. It's the eating the shite that's. It's a different league, that's a different ball game. Depends how hungry you are though. That's true, you know what I mean? Never say never. And this is the this is the, the ass scalpers. A lot of that's hearty stuff, yeah. All the hearty things. Loads of shoes as well. Tennis bat, what's that for? Just in case you fancy a quick game of the wee. Get nurses. Um, yeah, it's just... Have you seen blood? A lot of blood? Do you yeah. get blood for these people? Yeah. I had one guy actually that um, didn't tell me that he was haemophiliac. So that means they bleed easy. They don't clot easily. Aye. So he didn't tell me and um, he fainted on the cross, managed to get him down. Um, and he, it was a cross that I actually had, not the wheel. Got him down um, and he says, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Fainted again. And I was like, look, I need, at least let me put you in a recovery position so that you're safe um, and I can get you a pillow and stuff. And he's like, no, I'm all right, I'm all right now, I'm all right, I'm fine. So I turned around to get a cushion. As I turned around to get a cushion, he fucking decked it again. Face planted on my floor. 
his nose just fucking snapped to one side and it broke the skin and there was just this fucking pool of blood coming out and I'm like, holy shit, I fucking killed a guy here. Um, and he just groaned and I got him up and he's like, oh fuck, did I faint again? And I was like, yeah. And he's, I says, look, we need to get this bleeding stopped in your nose. So I'm holding it and holding it and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's all right, it happens all the time, I'm haemophiliac. And I'm like, I said to you. So what does that mean, a haemophiliac? They can't, they, they don't clot, their blood doesn't clot. Mm -hmm. um, so they bleed easy? Bleed easy, it's very hard to stop bleeding. Mm -hmm. So I had to, to take him to hospital. But was that a turn on for him? Do you know that? No, not that at all. Man? That was completely unintended. Mm -hmm. But he hadn't told me. So I wasn't aware of, of that at all. So, and that's I said to people, tell me if there's anything that I need to know health-wise. Mm -hmm. That's quite a big thing. That's it. Especially if, if I'd kicked him in the balls and, and I'd broke the skin. Even with just a wee shaving cut, then it would have been difficult to get the bleeding to stop. And this is on a date stick, by the way. So we've got the jail cell here. Yes. This bad boy. This is where it's happening. I'm sure many of you perverts watching have been in one of these, whether it's sexual or just because you've been bad bastards in the previous life. What's the longest you've kept something in there for? Uh, three hours. Is that it? Yeah. He wanted um, a lot of psychological stuff. So I put him into a straight jacket. I got uh, an electric dog training collar. Mm -hmm. the, the ones that you put on dogs' necks. Mm -hmm. I think they're cruel as fuck. But I tied it around his balls. <laughs> and I had the the um, the remote control. I was sitting in this chair, actually. And I was just sitting, sitting like this, right? So... <laughs> he's in there. <laughs> I'm in here. My feet up. Just sitting, chatting to him. Places in complete darkness apart from a strobe light, which is flashing on him. So it's kind of messing with his head a wee bit. Um, and I said to him, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. If you hesitate or if you lie to me, you're going to get zapped. So he's like, oh, on edge already. But he was feeling guilty about um, cheating on his wife. Mm -hmm. And he, he wanted to know why he was doing it. And he's like, I feel like I just avoid the question all the time. And... And I said, that's fine. And th this was kind of like a joint idea between us. So put him in here um, and just asked him loads of questions. And it turns out he just, he was just full of ego and pride and all these things. And he, he was just, um, it turned out he was quite insecure. Didn't feel like he was good enough for his wife. So he used to try and validate himself by going with other people because he was just chasing that short term high of like that attention and all that kind of thing. Um, and that came out and he ended up, he broke down and cried about it and how much he loves his wife, he doesn't think he's good enough for her but he needs to work in himself and all this and he went away a fucking much better man, mm -hmm. much better man. Cut of, so all these cheating bastards out there getting him a cut of electrocutes, a cut of shorts to the balls Maybe and load them in a cage and, and that's that, the tour of the, the amazing kingdom, it's like a mix to the Willy Wonka chocolate factory in Neverland. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of mail rooms that we can't show because you're not paying money yet. So, for anybody who wants involved, listen, first of all, a pleasure coming on the show. Thank you. You've been brilliant, me. by the way, and very <laughs> honest, and no doubt it'll do well. And for people getting a bit of insight your life and understand that you're no all fucked up. And that's us judging. You're, you're, you're on the ball, and like I say, you, you, you work hard. We know that. Um, but the things you're doing, and like I say, for the life coaching, I know it's, it's chalk and cheese, man, but it kind of all, it works the same mindset in it yeah. as well. And for what you're doing, like I say, you've got your documentaries coming out, 
you do what you do, but like I say, the show's called Anything Goes for a Reason. Anything you need people to promote or get in touch, how do we do it? So if you want to get a hold of me, then you need to go on mistressglasgow.co.uk. If you're interested in hiring the dungeon for your own personal use, or if you want me to come along and help you out with a couple of things, then you need to go on to theoldschool.co.uk, A-U-L-D, theoldschool. Um, and on there you'll also find details for all the parties that are coming up um, and just yeah watch this show and give him loads of support yes. um, if you're looking for any toys or dolls then I would go to Cloud Climax who's my one of my partners um, also uh, Doxy Vibrators who's who sponsor this, this dungeon um, very kindly with lots and lots of vibrators but if you do decide to book um, and use the place yourself you'll be able to use them before you buy so because it's not just you, people can stay in here, can't they? They can rent it out yeah, couples you can, and do their own Couples shirt. can stay overnight, oh. you can use it for an hour, um, it's really up to you. It's also available for filming and photo shoots um, and like photography, all these kind of things. I was just about to say that, it's actually good for somebody to film a scene or later say photography. Absolutely, yeah. And get all people your props and that. If anybody wants the props for films or whatever, mm. there's fucking plenty in here, believe me. But, yeah, amazing. Miss Fury, dominatrix, <laughs> headmistress, life coach, sex goddess. <laughs> Thank you. Tune in. Sorted. Boom. Sure, We're off. Thank you. That appointment that you wanted. To ah! <laughs>